0: We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. So I think right now, if you pay attention to the business landscape, you'll see that the no-code movement is like massive. It's something you can't really hide from. And I think it's an important time to kind of highlight this because where no-code is now is kind of where podcasting is too. You know, I really believe that this is a way that more people can make that money, make that company that will sustain, you know, long periods of time, make them more money, ultimately make your life easier, too. Because going into the software, the SaaS world is trending, number one, obviously. But it's also just an easier way to do things like all it is when you have a software product, you have a no code tool to help you serve your clients better. What it really does, number one, it creates recurring revenue. That I think is the most important thing. Like right now, the best way to get recurring revenue is to have a membership community or something, right? Where people pay you monthly for content or interviews or whatever, which is fine, but, I know having a tool is so much better because you're actually giving something to them that they can use. Even though content is good and all that, the tool is something that separates you completely. Like when you, and this is the thing, even if it's basic, it doesn't have to be something that's incredible. I think that most coaches could set up a software tool that will help them, you know, schedule meetings with their clients and give them access to the content. And if it does one other thing, then it could help them forever. They'll st- they'll keep using it. Most people are gonna stick around. Right. If you provide them with that value and they have the tool that helps them be valuable, incredible. It's life changing. So to take a step back, I think every software tool should be sticky. Something that people have to use consistently. Like why are they why are they coming back? And I had to I built several tools in the no code platform on Bubble Now and I've had to tear some down And some of them even going back to, because if you can't make it to where people are going to be using this thing over and over and over again, you really are wasting your time, right? So it's super important that it's sticky, number one. That's what's going to get people paying you every single month with no problem. Now, if you already have a service business, you just got to think about what services can you put into a tool that you don't necessarily have to sit there and babysit all day, because if it's a service, you're obviously doing work or you're paying somebody to do that work. It means a human has to be involved. When you create a software tool through the no-code platforms, you make it to where a system does all of that stuff. And that right there is a game changer. So I think that's the first thing you gotta think about is how can I take the services I already have and put them over here to where it's in a machine and the machine does it. For me, the easiest one by far is setting up a podcast management system. Right, So when I help my clients launch their podcast, they don't have to come to me and ask me, oh, when this is going out, when is that going out? They can look and see a calendar of when episodes are releasing, super simple. And that kind of approach makes it really, really easy for me to keep them around as clients. Even after we launch the show, they're gonna still be a client six months later because they're still using that same calendar, still using the same process that they used when we started working together. Right, so that's like the first thing is to make sure it's sticky. And if you talk to founders and stuff, they'll tell you how hard it is and how difficult it is. I don't think it's that hard. I think that the only question you got to ask yourself is, what can I give them that they're going to need to use every day? Right, It's really simple. And if you know your market, it's easy. I'll say that. If you understand your market, your people you're talking to, that's going to be easy. Now, if you are one of those people who are just trying to build something to make money, I'll be honest, it's gonna be a little harder because you don't have that connection with the audience. You don't have that understanding of their problems. I know that one of the biggest problems that people who have podcasts have is being consistent. It's showing up, it's marketing the show, right? So I know if I put all of those elements on a calendar that they can look at to see, okay, what's my daily marketing task? What's my weekly marketing task? What goes up monthly? that right there changes the game for 90% of podcaster. I just have to make a platform to where those people show up and they look at that every day, super simple. Now, another thing you can do is think about the assets in your brand, right? Like what kind of assets do you have that you could implement into the same system and man, this really helped me a lot personally because I've created so many workbooks and master classes and trainings over the past like seven years now. It's just a ton, it's ridiculous. So I thought like, man, how would this help somebody? Now, my first thought was, again, the old school way of thinking, set up a membership site, add a ton of content and just start inviting people, just invite them. And after they get two weeks free, then make them pay for it and then do group coaching every other week and boom. But I'm like, damn, that's not really as valuable as if I give them the tool, obviously, right? The software, right? And then put in certain elements into that tool that are gonna help them, right? So for example, if I was into marketing, I would have an email marketing tool for a specific type of person. I low-key, I'm still thinking about making this one, i am be honest with you. Like, <laughs> if you look at it, there are already thousands of email marketing options right for different types of businesses and agencies and companies you got big ones you got small you got some for creators and that's great that means that it's always available for you to get a piece of the market if i was creating an email service tool the first thing i would do is put templates in there right for whoever my ideal client is my ideal customer and what the, that template does is as soon as they sign up they instantly get a result right so my value proposition will be look you sign up for a free trial and we give you five templates to choose from to set up your first funnel boom because most people are going to take the longest time building their funnel meanwhile if you have it to where they can sign up and they immediately get one your email marketing tool is now more valuable they perceive your brand is more valuable you help them get a result instantly you completely separate yourself from the rest of the market now i do think This is where it gets tricky because it has to be for a specific type of person, like really dialed in. For example, I could have said, um, I'm going to build a marketing plan or a launch plan for all kinds of startups. You know, I want to help all startups launch podcasts and stuff, which could work. It could work. But what's better is when I talk to SaaS companies specifically, because I know that a SaaS company wants users. I know that there are thousands, maybe even millions, of SaaS founders on Twitter that are talking about their MR every day and just dreading marketing because they don't want to do marketing. They don't want to be a part of it. They don't want to put in effort, all of this stuff. So I see a wide open area in the market that I can serve. So instead of saying, I'm going to serve this entire market, I want to serve this particular part of the market. And even saying SaaS, that's like one level deeper. I could go deeper than that and say only tech SaaS companies. Right? Or only creator SaaS companies. I get really, really specific on this. And this is a thing when you take your business from being service, you go from being a commodity into like when you have the software, you go from being a commodity to something that's unique, something that can't really be found anywhere else. Right. That's when you can charge more, you're gonna get more customers, it'll be easier to get customers because you're not the same. You're just not doing what everybody else does. And if you go the same path, same route, do what everybody else does, you'll be going in circles, promoting, talking to yourself, yelling down the hallway. So what I would suggest to get started is looking at no code systems, looking at Bubble, um, a couple other platforms out there like Webflow, and just really first think about what is something you do in your business that is a service right now that you are paying somebody to do it, that you're doing yourself. And really think for a second, could I set up a tool to help my clients manage this? right? And think about something from their perspective. They have to do this every month. They don't like doing it every month. It's exhausting or it's hard. How can you make that easier? Because when you can do that and answer that question a software tool, they're gonna pay you every month. And now it's the best way to sell your services. Because that's like an added bonus. You know, instead of saying, oh, pay me a monthly retainer. It's like, look, you just keep paying to use the software. Pretty simple. And again, think look, look into the no code building thing because you don't have to have a bunch of experience. You don't have to be super technical. A ton of free courses and free content on it. Um, it probably will take you six to nine months to build something that's really, really good. But you can build an MVP within... 30 days they even have templates on there you could build mvp in 30 days and start shipping it to your customers right now like your clients you already have you already work with they can be the first people to look at it tell you if it's good or not tell you if it's useful or not all right that's the best way to get started i'm telling you you make the transition from being like just a regular coach or a regular speaker or a regular author then you have a software tool where you can actually serve the same people at a higher level now you're not this commodity anymore, you know, and I'll be honest, this a little rant here. I personally wanted to make this transition because I saw what the pandemic did to podcasting. As soon as it started, podcasting blew up millions more shows, thousands and thousands of editors, um, all the people in the business world trying to come and be guests on different podcasts. I have seen it. And For me, it was like, okay, if all of this is happening, it's going to happen to me, too, where it's going to be a a ton of podcast coaches. Right. And it's just going to blow up. So I was thinking, how can I separate myself and show people outside of me just saying it? I want to show you with my actions and what I have to offer you, you know, that I'm different from everybody else that's going to call himself a podcast coach. I don't want to be seen as a podcast coach. I'd rather be seen as a startup marketer, as a SaaS marketer. I want you to come to me so I can help you market your SaaS company. That's what I want to be seen as. And it didn't really happen for me until I built the tool, until I kind of separated myself with bigger assets in my brand. So just think about where you want to be, what you want to be seen as. You want to be seen as one of very few people in the world that does what you do. Like I know for a fact because I'm deep into startups now, and I know a lot more people there, and I've been in the podcasting for years. I know a lot of people there. Obviously, I know that there are very few people that do what I do, or that even can do what I do, right? So when you make that transition, I think that's where profitability is. So. I'm super excited to making this transition and founder success methods is going to focus on just that. How do you market your startup? How do you market your SaaS company? I'm bringing on founders that I know, founders that I'm meeting now, and it's going to be a variety. You know, it's going to be small founders that are trying to reach that first 10 KMR It's going to be some that have already reached a million and they're getting it in, you know, and I want to give you some more of my strategies, insight on how I've used my products and even some of the things I've done wrong and how I'm going to grow. This is not me talking at you like I know it all. This is going to be like a growth kind of show. You know what I mean? So I'm super excited, man. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. If you're listening on the podcast, go and subscribe on YouTube. Search for Founders Success Methods. YouTube is putting a lot of effort in the podcast, and so I want to blow up there. Make sure you support the show. I'm Coach Chris, and I'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.